Hello and welcome to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with local dentist and my lifelong friend, Dr. Aaron Brooksbank. Hey Caroline, good to be with you. Aaron, I'm so glad you're here. Thank We've you. We've talked glad about it forever. Yes, we have. Now Aaron, before we dive into all things teeth, let's get to know the man behind the drill. <laughs> all right. So where are you from originally? So I was born and raised here in Cookville. Cookville Regional Medical Center is where I made my entry. Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. And yeah, so grew up here and uh, excited to be back. Now, where, what, did you have a lot of hobbies growing up? Were you always into medicine? Uh, not necessarily into medicine. I did have a lot of hobbies, you know, grew up playing sports, doing music, singing, um, you know, things like that. Um, I kind of discovered dentistry uh, when I got into high school. You know, my father was in the dental field, and um, you have to once you start to look into colleges, you have to decide, okay, what majors. And um, yeah, so that's kind of when I started thinking about the healthcare field, and then uh, kind of honed in on dentistry specifically. So now you originally went to Center up in Kentucky. I did, yes. So yes. what made you go there first? So uh, out of high school, decided to play football. Um, Center's a small school in Kentucky. I really liked um, kind of the academic side. I mean, you went to a school similar, Swanee. Yes. Same conference. Yes. Um, I've so, been to Center. Yes. yes. So um, <laughs> went there and I really enjoyed it. Made tons of friends. Um, enjoyed the school. Enjoyed the team. But I did a lot more football than I did studying. <laughs> and so, you know, for me, the end goal was to get into dental school and um, kind of had to make a really tough decision after my freshman year that uh, needed to kind of focus more on school and less on football. And um, so, yeah, I decided to, to transfer back to Tennessee Tech and uh, graduated from, from Tech in 2015. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of kind of how it went, decided to kind of steer away from football. And it was a hard decision, but a good one. When you got to Tech, was it easy to make friends and dive into things as a transfer student? Um, I think so. So being from Cookville, naturally, I, I knew some people that went to Tech, which was helpful. Um, but I think getting involved was really important for me. Um, I, I ended up doing Greek life. Um, you know, there were, at the time, there was specifically one fraternity with a lot of people from Cookville in it. And I wanted to steer away from that one just because I wanted to get to know other people from other places. So um, got involved with Greek life, made tons of friends that way. Um, and yeah, I, it wasn't necessarily hard, but I would say if I didn't get involved with something where you're kind of put together with other people, it would have been a lot harder. So I would say, you know, getting involved was really, really important for me. And you studied biochemistry. I did. Did you enjoy it or was that just something you had to grin and bear because you wanted to go yeah. into medicine? Yeah, it was. Um, I did enjoy it. Some classes I enjoyed more than others, obviously. But yeah, I mean, to get into dentistry, medicine, you know, any sort of healthcare school after graduating from college, there are certain prerequisites you have to meet. Um, and so you can major in anything. You could major in music or theater or a foreign language and then still go to that school. But, um, you know, for me, getting that base knowledge and some of the basic sciences um, and knocking out uh, not only prerequisite requirements, but also requirements for my major and my degree was nice kind of being able to do both at the same time. And after you finished tech, you then went and got your master's, right? Yes. So where'd I you did. go for that? So I went to the Duke School of Medicine in North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina. Loved it there. Obviously, basketball is huge. In uh, I bet that was so fun to go to the games. It was fun. It was really fun. It, I mean, it's hard to get in. Even being a student, it was hard to get tickets to the games because really? that, that stadium is really small. 
anyone who's a basketball fan knows that Cameron Indoor is kind of known for their atmosphere. So I did get to go to some games. It was incredible. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed my time there, and um, it was an integral part of my training for sure. Something that looking back on was uh, was really kind of instrumental in how I practice now, and uh, you know my education. And then after that, you did school even more. Yeah, lots of school. Yeah. <laughs> then you went to dental school in Memphis. Dental school in Memphis for four years. Um, yeah, uh, enjoyed dental school a lot. Uh, at that point, you know, you're actually getting to study things that, and it was somewhat this way in my master's program as well, but um, you're getting to study things that you wanted to learn. So it was a lot easier to sit down and, you know, put your head into a laptop for eight hours at a time when it's something that you really kind of, you could see the end goal. You could, you know, what you've been working for, you could, you're really kind of learning these concepts. And so dental school is, is a beast. It's not for the faint-hearted. You know, it's hard. <laughs> it was a good time. I always describe it as uh, like it's like arts and crafts for a grade, where like a, a half a millimeter is the difference between an A and an F. And uh, so, yeah, it was it was tough. It was a challenging time, but you know, makes some made some incredible friends and had some great experiences. Obviously, met my wife in Memphis, which was you know the biggest uh, the biggest part of my time in Memphis. But um, yeah. And how'd you meet your wife? So uh, she was in dental hygiene school, and I was in dental school. And so we had kind of seen each other in passing, met up for uh, our first date, and we spent like three or four hours just talking. and Talking about teeth? Yeah. We, we talked a little <laughs> about teeth. Yeah, we talked a little bit about teeth. Um, and then, yeah, it was kind of inseparable ever since. And y'all were in Memphis. Mm-hmm. You got married. We did. Congratulations. Shout out to Laura. Yeah. Shout out, Laura. And then you decided to go to Salt Lake City to train some more. I did. Yeah, so um, similar, you know, in medicine, everyone pretty much does residency after medical school. In dentistry, it's a little bit different. Um, If you want to be a specialist, uh, an oral surgeon, an orthodontist, a pediatric dentist, endodontist, periodontist, you know, there are a few kind of specialties in dentistry. You go do extra training. Um, I knew I wanted to be a general dentist, uh, but I also wanted to kind of uh, expand the scope of what I was able to do, um, things that I had seen. Um, and so, yeah, decided to, to do some extra training for a year at the University of Utah Hospital in Salt Lake City. Um, I learned a ton out there. Great experience. Uh, could not have asked for a better program. Um, and I got to ski a little bit and be in a beautiful place, which was uh, kind of a bonus. It's gorgeous out there. Yes, it was, it was awesome. And you know, very glad to be back in Cookville. This was always kind of where we wanted to end up, but uh, really cherished our time out in Salt Lake City. What was the culture like out there? Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it was similar to other big cities, um, but there was, you know, it was, it was a mountain mountain place, lots of skiing, uh, but, you know, kind of the, um, the whole culture there, it's that whole area kind of started with the uh, Church of Latter-day Saints. So there's some really beautiful, you know, church structures and um, some interesting things as far as, you know, how how they carry themselves. And uh, but it was awesome. I mean, really, it was it was cool to learn about a different, um, you know, different part of the world and different part of the United States. And uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, certainly different from the South. Yes, yeah, <laughs> a lot different. But it still has that religious element. So yep. I'm sure you kind of got it. Yeah, more or yeah. less. Yeah, I got it. And it was it was very interesting, you know. And I don't know if this it's I don't think it's this way as much in the South, but people would try to ask me a lot about if I was a member of the church. You know, I think 
I, I, you know, look similar to a lot of uh, Utah folks that I met, and but they would hear my accent, which didn't know I had one necessarily. But <laughs> to apparently, me, you I don't. <laughs> apparently I have an accent. So they would always ask where I was from, and um, that would, you know, that would kind of bring up why, what brought you out here. And it was funny, kind of hearing the different ways that they would ask you to be like, oh, so do you like coffee? And or oh, because you know, the for the most part, they don't they don't drink coffee in mm-hmm. in, uh, in that area, and so. Um, I'd be like, yeah, I love coffee. <laughs> or it would be like, are you a member? I got that a couple of times. And at the first time I was like, a member of what? Like, I didn't understand. <laughs> so um, that was an interesting part about being out there. More with Aaron Brooks, thank, after the break. Hello, I'm Caroline Moore. Welcome back to the chat. Today I am chatting with local dentist, Dr. Aaron Brooksbank. Hey, Caroline. So before the break, you were talking about your training. You did lots of training. Tech, Duke, University of Tennessee in Memphis, and then further training out in Salt Lake City. Yes. Now, when you're training, say, in dental school in Memphis, do you have time to have fun? Oh, yeah. We we had lots of fun. Uh, and it was kind of, you know, it would be more big events, uh, less throughout the semester. But when we did it, I feel like we did it very big. Um, you know, we would have certain groups on campus that would... Um, put together parties. We'd rent out bars in Memphis, kind of on Beale Street, um, and it would mostly be after finals or um, you know a certain point in the semester when everyone kind of had some downtime. But um, yeah, we we definitely had a good time. Uh, it was just kind of a little bit less than uh, maybe like in some other school. Now, obviously, you were hanging out with your peers in medical yes. school, and yep. then your girlfriend is a dental hygienist. Yep. So were you? Constantly running around with medical people, or were you able to make a few friends outside of it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, all my friends were pretty much in my class in dental school because that's, I mean, that's you're with them all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. So you get to know everyone so well that yeah, the majority of my friends were, you know, in my class. But outside of the school of dentistry, you know, I had one of my roommates and best friends that actually I met at Center uh, was a physical therapy student at the University of Tennessee in Memphis. So. You know, I got to know a lot of physical therapy students through him. They're good to know. Great to know. Yeah, great people to know, especially <laughs> being a dentist. You get your your back and your neck. And so I was constantly asking him. I'd go home and be like, hey, you know, how what stretch yeah. do I need to do? And he would uh, he would help us out whenever he could. So is your neck and back just constantly in pain? <laughs> what do you do? Not, not yet. Luckily, knock on wood. Um, you know, it's ergonomics are really emphasized in dentistry. Um, you know, a little bit when you're in school, but especially when you get out, because, um, you know, you, you spend all this time training, you want your career to be long and fulfilling and you want to be able to work as much as you'd like to. Um, but yeah, you are constantly put in odd positions. Uh, luckily now with kind of chairs and, uh, you know, some of that technology that's come out that makes it a little bit easier on the dentists really, you know, it's for me, it's just kind of telling myself if I, if I catch myself in an odd spot doing something, you know, a little bit funny with my back or my neck, kind of just telling myself, hey, you know, sit up, shoulders back, you know, good posture. <laughs> I don't want to have, you know, it's kind of a, an ongoing joke that Dennis kind of had this like hunchback. So I'm really, I've actually got a little back brace I'll wear at home that makes me have good posture because I really <laughs> do not want to uh, to get into that hunchback too early. You're so. like a debutante training, <laughs> That's right. like a book on your head. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask because I'll sit at my computer and get a little neck ache. So... I imagine you all have special chairs and stuff now. We do, yeah. Special chairs um, and really getting the positioning right, um, not only of yourself, but of the patient is important because, you know, you want your 
your arms to be relaxed and you want your but but you got to be able to do all sorts of things with your hands you got a mirror you got you know the cheeks are in the way the tongue's in the way it's a very small area you got to um, pin the patient down yeah 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 it's uh so it is it is difficult and sometimes you just got to tough it out for a little bit to get you know get the job done the right way but yeah you may be a little bit sore when you go home after after a day like that I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with Dr. Aaron Brooksbank local dentist now, with dentists, is there a common personality trait among dentists? Are they all a little quirky or type A? Or I would say probably. <laughs> probably type A. I would say for the majority of dentists are type A. Getting into professional school like that at any level, you have to have a, you know, a certain sort of kind of goal-oriented personality where you have to, you know, a lot of times miss out on some fun things and uh, do lots of studying in order to get there. Not saying that, you know, it has to be a type A personality. It just, it's pretty common in dentistry. Um, and I would definitely say probably quirky would be something <laughs> from the outside looking in. When you're in it, it doesn't feel that way. But, um, you know, working in someone's mouth is something that a lot of people don't understand and will ask me or ask, you know, my wife or other people kind of, wait, oh, that's so gross. Why do you like that? You're in people's mouth. It's, fit. it's you know, but um, really, I mean, yeah, I, I love it. Everyone in dentistry that I know for the most part loves it. And uh, it's a it's a great profession. I'm really passionate about it. I feel like on top of being maybe a little quirky, everybody is bubbly, or at least that's my experience at the dentist, especially the dental <laughs> yeah. hygienist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love to chat with the dental hygienist. We yes. have a blast. <laughs> so I feel like you got to be chatty because it's kind of awkward. Yeah. And, and it's an uncomfortable situation for the patient, right? I mean, they're kind of sitting in your lap, their mouth's open, <laughs> you're pulling in their mouth and looking at stuff and kind of poking and prodding. So it's, uh, you want to make the patient feel as comfortable as possible. So kind of developing that relationship and that trust with the patient is really important. Um, and it's, you know, with the hygienist, you kind of mentioned you're going in to see them hopefully every six months, sometimes every three months, every four months. So you do develop this real bond with them and, and trust with them that they're going to kind of have your, uh, best interests uh, at heart and kind of let you know if, hey, you're slacking here or, you know, educating you on kind of what's best for uh, for your oral health. It's quite intimate. It is. <laughs> it is quite intimate. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that um, for the most part in dental offices, people are upbeat, bubbly, kind of to not only to put the patient at ease, but, um, you know, it's, it's a great work environment. It's it's nice to, have, to be around people who are, you know, excited to be there working. And um, yeah, so... I would say there's probably some outliers here and there, but I, I've had a similar experience working in dental offices. Uh, you know, most people are, are pretty upbeat and, and bubbly. And I'm sure that was especially crucial during the pandemic. Yes. You got to yes. be, try to be optimistic because oh, people are breathing on you. Y'all are, y'all were kind of on the front lines well, in a very odd way. That's true. And aerosolized, you know, we get, they, they kind of emphasized, oh, aerosols are kind of the number one way that that it would spread through whether it be sneezing through the droplets. And you can imagine when you got, you know, a drill in someone's mouth or you're cleaning someone's teeth, there's their aerosolized spit is, you know, everywhere in the air. So, um, yeah, it's really important to kind of follow the guidelines, whether it be PPE, um, you know, making sure that uh, if anyone was sick or didn't feel well, that that those patients got rescheduled or similar thing with with the staff. You know, working uh, in a hospital during the middle of the pandemic was, uh, you know, something completely different, I think, than than a lot of people uh, experienced kind of in more of a clinical setting. I was uh, my my co-residents and I were tested every two weeks for the entire year. 
Um, you know, all our patients were tested three days before their appointments with us. So it was very much, you know, I felt very safe in that environment. We were wearing two masks on top of it, but uh, yeah, we were on the on the front lines. Especially, we we'd go into the ER. I saw many COVID positive patients and that had dental problems. So um, yeah, it was it was interesting, scary and unprecedented. Yeah, it, it was. It was <laughs> more with Dr. Aaron Brooksbank after the break. Hello and welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I am chatting with local dentist Dr. Aaron Brooksbank. Now, Aaron, you are currently working here in Cookville. Yes. Where are you working? So I'm working with uh, Dr. Richard Dykus on Low Street. Um, it's been a great experience so far. Uh, Dr. Dykus started his practice here a long time ago, and um, you know has been extremely involved. And I've been uh, been blessed to to be where I am right now. So what's your daily routine like? What's the average day at the office? So the average day is, um, you know, you see, I'll see my own patients as far as procedures go. So, uh, you know, whether that be fillings, crowns, extractions, um, you know, just general dental procedures. And then on the other side, we have, um, you know, two hygienists working that'll be seeing patients for their cleanings. Um, and then, so in between kind of steps in my procedure, I'll be kind of popping over to the hygiene side, um, checking on patients there and kind of treatment planning, anything that needs to be done. And what are some of your favorite things about your job? Oh, uh, I would say probably my favorite thing is uh, really getting to change someone's life and confidence through enhancing their smile, whether it be functionally, aesthetically, or all of the above. Like, there are very few professions I feel like you know, you can really change someone's life and see their confidence and personality switch. And when you, you know, whether it be deliver a final denture or do, um, you know, a full set of veneers that a patient's been really self-conscious about their smile for a long time. And just to see that change, that is such a rewarding part of dentistry and um, something that I really cherish. I feel like teeth often get written off as like a superficial thing. But first of all, it, they're a huge health indicator, right? Yes, yes. There's there are a lot of links between um, you know certain uh, pathological processes in the mouth. So whether it be periodontal disease or otherwise, and systemic problems, you know, diabetes, uh, heart conditions, uh, a lot of things. You know, your body interacts with it, it, you know your your oral cavity interacts with your entire body, and um, you know it's it's not its own thing just because you go to a dentist separate from a physician doesn't mean it's kind of an isolated uh, area. You know, if you have, um, you know, whether it be periodontal disease or cavities, um, you know, that can affect your systemic health. Um, So, yeah, I I do feel like it is kind of written off, unfortunately, sometimes. But um, hopefully that that starts to change and um, people will kind of understand the the connection between uh, your mouth and your overall health. Now, you're building your own practice. That's correct. You're about to branch out, do your own thing. Yes. Where is it? Where where is the office being built? Oh, it's uh, 233 North Peachtree Avenue, right across the street from Mauricio's. Um, close to the hospital, Tennessee Tech, and uh, the west side, kind of the downtown area of Cookville. Um, I'm extremely excited. It'll be opening uh, sometime this summer. Um, you know, obviously, with a, every industry has been affected by COVID, but getting certain pieces of equipment in is kind of like, a, oh, it could be here, it could be there. So I'm not putting a specific time on it, but it'll be this summer. And I'm so excited uh, to kind of bring. Uh, the vision that I, you know, that I've had for so long about kind of what I want my practice to look like to to fruition and to be able to serve the people of Cookville. Now, when did you start this building process? 
It started, I mean, designing started probably two years ago or so, um, thinking about, you know, long term, how I wanted the practice to look and to function, and then also leaving some room for growth as well. I would say at least two years ago, that design process started, um, and then kind of getting everything from, you know, the engineering renderings, the architectural drawings, the getting the contractors on board, and then uh, going from there, it's it's been quite the process, but um, you know I think it'll be worth it in the end. I can imagine between the equipment, the codes, oh, all so that many stuff. codes. Yes, <laughs> you learn a lot. You learn a lot through it's a process. It's got to be like exhausting. That. It is, but it's I think it's a it's a good kind of exhausting. You know, yeah. it's rewarding and it's something that um, you know for myself, it's something I've dreamed about since I went off to college. It's like this was the goal. Um, that I've always thought about, and so it's kind of it's it's really uh, it's really rewarding. Do you feel like with this practice, you're thinking, ah, oh, I've made it. I'm a real dentist. I'm official now. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, when you graduate from dental school, I feel like that's the once you get those that degree and you can practice and and see patients. That was really kind of when I felt like, okay, now I'm a dentist. Um, but yeah, I just, like I said, I'm just really excited to kind of, everyone has a different vision for what they want their business to look like, whether mm-hmm. it be a dental practice or or something completely different. Um, so yeah, I had a very specific vision that uh, I wanted my practice to look like and uh, how I wanted my patients to feel when they came into my practice. And and so yeah, I'm, I'm extremely excited to kind of bring that to life. And uh, I think the work, you know, just it is just getting started when we open our doors. It'll It will be a nice, you know, kind of, day to, to look back on and say, man, I remember when we opened the practice, that was so cool and what a, what a great day. But um, I think the work just starts then. You continue to try to uh, improve, um, not only clinically, but also from an administrative side of things and making things easier on you and your staff and making things convenient for patients. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm extremely excited, but I, I do think the work will will uh, just increase once we, once we get open. Listen, I'll be there. Pa- patient zero. All right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Now, I've got some rapid fire questions. Bring it on. For dentists, you're going to answer some of the things we're all dying to know. Can you smell our breath? Yes. Okay. Sometimes. So Devastating to know. Yep. Sometimes. <laughs> now, what is your favorite fluoride flavor? Flavor? I stick with mint. There are lots of different flavors, but I like yeah. the fresh mint. What's your least favorite? Oh, I've had like a chocolate before. That's weird. That's gross. Do you judge people by no. their fluoride flavor? No. Okay, I would. What is your favorite <laughs> tooth? Oh, this is a tough one. <laughs> I have to go with the maxillary canine. What about it is so special? It's interesting in that it's, you know, it's the longest root in the mouth. Uh, it's got a lot of alveolar bone on the outside. You know, it's it's tough to work on, you know, from a certain perspective, if you're, whether you're taking it out or you're, you know, doing a root canal. But it does a lot of dirty work for you. It does a lot of function. And yeah, I like it. No, wait, how many teeth do we have? So if you have all your wisdom teeth and you don't have any extra teeth and you're not missing any teeth, 32 is a full set of permanent teeth. A uh, full set of primary teeth is 20. So children will have 20 teeth uh, and adults will have 32. Now, a lot of times you get your wisdom teeth taken out. Uh, if you had four and you have 28, but some people have extra teeth. Some people have less teeth. But And what's the weirdest case you have ever seen? Oh, I've seen some some weird ones. Um, 
I would say, you know, I've, I've had some patients that have extreme uh, bone growth or exostoses, tori uh, in their mouth that causes their tongue to be lifted up. And, um, you know, having to take those out was really interesting. And uh, yeah, that's just one I can think of off the top of my head. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for coming in. Where can people find you if they want to make an appointment? Yeah, so uh, currently, like I said, I'm working with uh, Dr. Richard Dykus. Um, so uh, you can feel free to give us a call there, 931-528-7977. Um, my office will be open this summer. Uh, the West Side Dental Studio. Um, don't have a good, you know, solid number for you right now uh, or an email, but um, you know, Google West Side Dental Studio or Come my name. summer. Yep, this summer, and uh, we, we'd love to see you. All right, thank you, Aaron, and thanks for listening to the chat. Thanks, Caroline.